Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. about 
the NRA and how they are still lobbying Congress to stop getting gun laws passed that are common sense gun laws. They just don't want to do anything about it. It's a pretty sad situation that we're having to deal with here. And we're going to talk about it in great detail. So get ready. This is All You Need to Know Radio, and it starts right now. Tonight, the powerful National Rifle Association is engulfed in financial scandal. For years, the NRA has helped block nearly all federal gun legislation. But Nancy Cordes reports on why its leaders are now taking aim at each other. A silent protest outside the NRA's Virginia headquarters capped a summer of turmoil within. We are going to defend our freedom. In May, leaked documents showed the group's longtime leader, Wayne LaPierre, may have misused member dues, spending nearly $300,000 on designer clothes over 10 years and charging the NRA for luxury travel to the Bahamas, Budapest, and Italy. Then, cost and controversy led the group to shutter NRA TV. The liberals in America and ISIS, they both hate America. NRA President Oliver North left. So did top lobbyist Chris Cox, as LaPierre accused them of extortion. Then, just last week, three board members resigned, claiming they were stripped of committee assignments after they sought information about the allegations of impropriety. Now the group's tax-exempt status is being investigated by both the New York and D.C. attorneys general. Rob Pincus is a firearms instructor and longtime NRA member. When I see the scale of the personal indulgences, the frequency of the cronyism, now that's really been incredibly disappointing. And while the NRA opposes universal background checks, some lawmakers now see an opening. Their day has come. Their day is over. We can get this done. But a defiant NRA told us no one should be writing the group's obituary. The NRA took in $170 million in member dues alone last year and has the president's ear because it spent $30 million to help him get elected, Nora, in 2016. All right, Nancy Cordes on Capitol Hill. Thank you. All right, guys, so this is once again John Hollywood with uh, All You Need to Know Radio. If you'd like to join the show live, we have a few lines open. Our, our uh, switchboard's actually filling up at 516-531-9990. That is 516-531-9990. Tonight's show is brought to you by the Law Office of Wards and Nunn. Guys, if you need any help whatsoever, legal-wise, you need to give these guys a call. They are ready to help you, and uh, they, they'll – 
they will make you understand how the law works, and they are are just some of the best out there. Uh, otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about them. So 972-863-9592, 972-863-9592. So tonight we're talking about the NRA spends $1.6 million against background checks that the citizens of this country want, and they want it now. What I don't understand is what's going on with this? What is the big deal about doing background checks? Um, You know, a, a lot of these mass shootings have to do with, sadly, people's mental state. And mental state is nothing to laugh at. But the thing is, is that if they have a mental problem, then why do other people have to pay for that? I just... For me, I just don't get it. So we're going to bring on uh, our best in justice uh, law firm of uh, Warwick and Nunn. They also are sponsoring our show. And, uh, you know, we're going to ask these guys what they actually think about uh, what the NRA is doing right now. So let's say hello to Amos Warwick. Amos, you there? Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on, John. Absolutely. And then Hunter Nunn, are you there, sir? Yes, sir. John Hollywood. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. All right, guys. So let's talk about this. So the NRA, I'll I'll be the first to admit, I thought the NRA actually sold guns. (laughs) And that's actually not what they do at all. (laughs) After doing a little bit of research, I see they're an advocacy group that – they basically lobby for to keep Congress in line, I guess is the best way to say it, uh, so that they don't pass gun laws that affect gun sellers, I guess. Um, almost how what would you what, how, what would you say about the NRA? What, what, is, what does the NRA mean to you? Okay, um, well, <laughs> from the perspective of a person who abhors violence of all kinds and is frankly sickened and saddened by how frequent, oh, it's another mass shooting. I feel like from a political and policy perspective, the NRA is a somewhat dangerous organization because they claim to represent the rights of gun owners, but as you quite correctly pointed out, it feels like what they really do is represent the rights of gun manufacturers and ammunition manufacturers uh, to prevent otherwise reasonable, generally agreed upon gun laws from being in place. I think another another interesting aspect of the NRA is its um, drift away from being a single issue um, idea, you know, a single-issue lobbying group to being a lobbying group that is generally aligned with um, the right wing in America, as well as, unfortunately, uh, right wing governments around the world. Um, There's been some serious upheaval in the NRA's organizational structure where Wayne LaPierre, their longtime um, president, has been accused of some serious personal corruption, you know, having his clothing and travel paid for and stuff through donations in a way that is irresponsible. Um, and Ollie North, the, uh, for Watergate fame, resigned from the board of directors of the NRA, basically calling them too corrupt. And when Ollie North is calling your group too corrupt, you're probably really freaking corrupt. Um, there are some issues with them accepting money from foreign governments, including the government of Russia, and then funneling that money to um, various GOP groups, uh, political action committees, and the Trump campaign and the like. So, you know, part of the issue is that they are represent, misrepresenting who they are. They're really representing gun, gun manufacturers when they say that they're representing gun owners. And then there's a secondary issue, which is kind of related to finance and um, the way they obtain their political donations and use it for influence in our political system. 
that was a long answer. Did it make sense? It absolutely made sense. Um, uh-huh. And, you know, once again, I'm a little embarrassed to admit that um, I really thought that they were people that sold guns. But no. so I, I'm reading off of a NBC report that the National, R- 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 the National Rifle Association spent $1.6 million during the first half of this year lobbying members of the House and the Senate against laws that would restrict uh, that would enact stricter background checks for people looking to buy guns, according to disclosed reports. One of the dozens of bills targeted by the NRA is the HR 8A bipartisan proposal. Hunter, what do you know about that bill? <laughs> I've read on it a little bit, and it appears that it wants to institute universal background checks with some key exceptions, which really appear to be transactions that are less than arm's length, you know, if it's a family transfer or something like that. And do you agree with that? I do. I mean, is it a bill that you would support in the Senate? Would you, would you, if you were in the Senate or in the House, would, is that a bill that you think would help the help people uh, from obtaining guns illegally, or do you think it's just pushing paper through trying to make people believe they're doing something. No, Because at this point, I'm kind of beside myself. Over 2,217 people have died, and that's just since Sandy Hook. And we haven't implemented one procedure. Everybody sends thoughts and prayers from the government, but they do nothing to try to resolve the issue. Does this do anything? It's hard to say. I I think it's well-intentioned, and I don't think it's unreasonable. Whether it's really going to address the root cause or or whether it's really going to make a difference, I don't know. Uh, There's arguments both ways, I I think, on it. But, you know, really I think the common theme I can kind of see is one way or another, however it happens, individuals who, you know, may have some kind of mental – uh, issue of some sort, and again, there's there's nothing wrong with having a mental illness or you know some kind of mental disorder, but you have people who clearly are not in good situations come into possession of firearms, and so I think the question to ask is, what do you do about that? Does a universal background check fix it? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I think it's hard to say. But I don't think it's unreasonable to look at taking that measure. Well, and does it fix it or does it not fix it, I think is a good question. However, if it saves one life to do one thing, this government promises their thoughts and prayers every time someone is murdered or there's a mass shooting at a school. I mean, our kids are scared to go to school now. And to me, that's heartbreaking. And what I don't understand is what when, what is going to have to happen for something to change? That is a really good question. And I, the answer is, as far as I can tell, I don't know. You know, you've seen these instances of public shootings where it, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. You hear a lot of talk about changing something, but then – it seems like not a lot really happens, and, you know, is there legislation the answer? Maybe it is. You know, I, I tend to agree if you can save somebody with passing a reasonable measure, then that's probably something you need to look at. I was, I can can I jump in? Absolutely. So I, I, I think dive that right, – Dive uh, right in and almost the water is fine. Thank you. Uh, so the, I say, I think that a big problem like this, like like the repeated mass shootings in America, will require a suite of policy solutions. I, I don't think it's just one thing. Um, would universal background checks for the vast majority of gun purchases be helpful in potentially reducing the loss of one extra life? Yes, and in that 
regard, it's probably a wise move to put the bill through Congress. Um, but I actually think that a more important bill um, to potentially reduce the incidence of mass shootings would be the Medicare for All bill proposed by Sanders and Warren um, and several of the other Democratic candidates, because in such a bill, it would be much, much easier for sick and troubled people to access mental health care. And, you know, nobody goes out and says, I want to be the next mass shooter until they've been pushed to their breaking point somehow. And if there were better access to mental health care before that a person didn't have to pay out the nose for or have very high-end insurance for, people would access it. People want to get healthy. People don't want to be the next, um, you know, Dylan Roof. But um, it's hard for regular average people to afford to access good quality health care, mental health care, and that's one of the main reasons why we're going to continue having this epidemic. Another thing to say about it, another potential um, policy change that could uh, reduce this is not to do with health care or with gun legislation. It's to do with wage and hours, raising the minimum wage, and um, helping people live, live dignified lives through their jobs and their employment. Because a lot of times if you look at the characteristics of the individuals who are committing these heinous acts, almost all of them have bleak economic prospects. Um, and so I know that these are kind of very big issues other than the gun issue, but it's not just the easy access to firearms. I mean, Canada has relatively easy access to firearms, but they never have mass shootings. It's a cultural thing. So I think there's a range of potential policies that could be enacted that would help this. And just one thing, like universal background checks, or even one big thing, like Medicare for All, probably would not solve the problem on its own. We need a couple of different things. And, and I don't think that there is going to be any one thing that is going to solve this problem. This is a problem that has gone on and 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 on for years and years and years and years. Broken promise after broken promise after broken promise after broken promise by our governments. So there's not going to be any one thing that's going to fix this right away. But I still go back to the fact of if we did anything at all and we were able to save just one person's life, What's the deal? I'm reading here on Blomp, uh, on uh, Bloomberg uh, News where mm-hmm. back in February, I think there was another shooting. Uh, I've lost track, sadly, to tell you. Yeah. But the National Rifle Association, one of the most powerful lobbying organizations in Washington, did little to advance its agenda over the past two years, even with a gun-friendly president in the White House like Donald Trump. The, the group – spent a record $9.6 million lobbying lawmakers and federal agencies over the last two years for federal disclosures to show up from $5.9 million from the previous two years. Yet, it had few legislation victories to show for its efforts. So does that mean to you guys that the NRA is losing its power? Yes, I mean, I think that it's it's reduced power. Um, the hey, almost real quick, uh, Hunter's going to have to drop off in a couple minutes. Hunter, answer this question. Sorry, go ahead, Hunter. Go, go ahead, Hunter. Almost. Yeah, I think it's a fair question to ask. Between uh, you know their obvious internal issues and um, you know also what you see kind of shifting in the overall political climate, which is that I, I think more people are uh, wanting to find you know, at least some kind of reasonable way that the government can intervene and do something about the problem. So, yes, I do think they're losing some of their effectiveness, and if this continues, they probably will. Well, I, I also want to take time real quick to say thank you so much for joining us, Hunter, with Hunter and with uh, Warwick and Nunn. Guys, these mm-hmm. are superstar attorneys. Almost, please tell me you're going to stay with us just a little bit longer. Hey, Tim, yes, sir, no problem. 
Okay, so Amos is going to stay with us. Hunter, you and your girlfriend go have an incredible night. Please send her my apologies. I still owe her dinner and a and flowers. You and I will speak tomorrow. Thank you, my friend. Amos, so they're losing, they are losing a little bit of their political gain in it looks that way. However, when you have a lying ass president, excuse me, but it's the truth. The guy lies with every breath. I, and he lies about the stupidest things. I mean, you just there are, but there are a lot of liars and dirty cheaters in this world. Just ask Taylor Swift. And the thing is, is that the thing is, is that these people seem to benefit or get joy out of trying to stop gun regulation that actually saves Americans' lives. And if I sound angry about it, it's because I'm really pissed off. Because I am tired of coming on this show or doing a live post on Instagram or Facebook because of what I do and of our reach, and we sadly have to report this kind of information. I'm just sick and tired of talking about it. I'm sick and tired of trying to come up with excuses as to why our government is not doing anything to try to save people's lives. Well, I have another comment to make, and it's another part of the suite of policy proposals that I was discussing a moment ago, and that is campaign finance reform. Um, you know, you were talking about huge numbers, $9.7 million, things like that, that they're spending, and where is that going? It's going to the re-election committees of Republican lawmakers, primarily. And the fact of the matter is, is Studies have shown repeatedly that lawmakers value donations higher, value the political opinions of donations higher than the political opinions of their constituents. You know, the, there has been polling by some very respected polling organizations that indicates that NRA's own members, people who are card-carrying, dues-paying members of the NRA, support a bill that provides universal background checks. The NRA doesn't care because they don't, they don't actually care about the policy preferences of their members. They care about the policy preferences of the gun manufacturers, and the gun manufacturers will lose money if there are universal background checks because they can sell fewer guns. So, but, you know, but, hold on, but hold on. Let me stop you there. Why? Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to get a driver's license to drive a car. Mm -hmm. You have to have yep. insurance to drive a car. Mm -hmm. What is the big deal about having background checks to make sure that you're not a crazy lunatic that should not even be able to be uh, amongst the public? You know, you should be in a mental institution. What, what's the big deal about that? Why does that scare the NRA? That's what I don't get. I would think okay, that they would put public safety over mm -hmm. money. But it's let me tell you why I believe this. this. And I'm going to mm -hmm. get lots of hate mail about it, and I'm going to tell you right now, all you need to know, listeners, save your emails, save your tweets. But it, with this company, the NRA, the National Rifle Association, it's all about the Benjamins, baby. It's all about mm -hmm. the Benjamins, and that's all they care about. They don't care about anything else. They don't care about how many people are killed, how many people die from their product that they are promoting. You're exactly correct. I, I don't have any disagreement with you. And, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that universal background checks probably wouldn't catch that many more people. There's only a few places right now that you can purchase a gun without a background check. I, I wish Hunter were here because he knows more about this issue than I do. But um, my understanding is that it's basically private sales and gun shows where there are no um, background checks currently and um, people who could not pass a background check know that and purposely seek out gun shows and private sales so they can like if you go to a regular gun range or like an academy sports and outdoor or walmart they will run a background check on you but so if you go no to craigslist so and buy a I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. But Walmart, as of today, no longer yep. will sell you ammunition. That is correct. And you also cannot open carry in a Walmart as of today. And I believe that um, CVS and a couple of other retailers have made mm -hmm. similar pronouncements. Um, 
which is a good thing, I mean, in my opinion. If the government won't do it, maybe we can rely on the benevolence of corporate America. I can't believe I just said that. Um, exactly. And <laughs> see, I wanted to bite my tongue about saying that also. Hey, listen, though, we have Copperhead on the phone with us, almost. Say hello to him. Hello. How are you? How's it going, almost? All right, so Copperhead wanted to jump on in here, so you have the floor for a few minutes. Uh, I think it's kind of interesting, the direction of this conversation, because we've talked about a couple of different solutions, and corporate America is definitely an interesting direction to take that if we had to depend on them to help maintain some of this and keep our sanity. But uh, I also think that you guys were kind of close to one of the solutions I had, which was instead of gun laws and lobbying for whatever it is, you need to cure the source instead of just putting band-aids on it. We talk about how it's mental health, it's how it's uh, economic issues that seems to be driving some of these mass shootings to happen. And I really mm-hmm. do think that that some of that does come from that, you know, 99, 1% split of the wealth and of access to uh, good food and access to uh, uh, environments where they feel safe and loved and appreciated. Mm-hmm. And they feel like they're in, incorporated in it. These lone gunmen, or these one and two shooters end up being their own society as opposed to incorporated into society and feeling healthy about where they're living and how they're, how they're treated and how they're making their income. So finding ways to not only incorporate them into society, but also keep these, uh, all the negative stuff out of our lives, our chemicals, our diseases, our, uh, issues that may have caused them to have that economic downturn on top of already being broke on the lower end of the, of the earnings capital. I think once you find mm-hmm. satisfaction in your own life, there's a lot less chance that you're going to become a shooter and, and curing those if you treated them like diseases would actually be a great place to actually find a cure for some of this. So I do find it ironic that Walmart is one of those that's saying don't bring guns to work because I have a feeling a lot of their employees are the ones who are bringing guns to work. <laughs> I find it incredible. I find it incredible that Walmart made the decision to do something in the in in light of the for the for the sake of the of public safety, and that is it's not a big deal, but they're not going to sell you ammunition anymore. That you can literally go in and buy a gun, get ammunition, and shoot everybody in Walmart. I mean, for me, I think. Thinking, I think anything being done to combat this is a good thing because we've been lied to by our government for so many years, I can't even count. And all they send us is their thoughts and prayers, and like I said, they can keep those. That does not do anything to rectify the problem. As far as legislation goes, it's been such a trouble unifying the, the Congress as a whole. We have Republicans and we have Democrats, and neither one of them want to do anything for the other side. So having that as a one hurdle to jump already is an issue, but then each of them have to tack on something on the, on the major part of the bill. They'll start with gun legislation, but by the end of it, we're talking about welfare, and we're talking about uh, – monies that we're going to be sending to damaged areas or to other countries or whatever, and they keep tacking on and keep tacking on. So one bill is never a pure bill, but this just seems like one of those issues that universally both parties can come behind and support without a whole bunch of extra fat on the, on the ticket and a whole bunch of extra add-ons to the tickets that are just snuck on there just to balance out the party. So Copperhead's hitting on something that is near and dear to Go my ahead. heart, Go ahead. which I'm is – parliamentary procedure and log rolling and how bills how the sausage is made how things actually get exactly how you how you balance out the flavor if you will and and the my perception is the date that copperhead's essentially correct that um it's going to be very very challenging to get a clean bill through this the 116th house congress and the senate um you know other we, we've been talking about other issues um, on the show over the course of the weeks. I mean, things like the election security bill that any thinking person would agree upon, you know, is dead on arrival in the Senate. And I suspect that Mitch McConnell will not allow a floor vote in the Senate to occur for any bill that um, includes items that are anti NRA um, policies. So, you know, <laughs> What do we do about it? Well, we're, not, we're probably not going to have a federal solution um, in the next year or year and a half prior to the 2020 election. So there are, some, 
afterwards, assuming that um, Democrats maintain the House of Representatives, win the presidency, and either get or get extremely close in the Senate, um, I think there's a much better chance that a Democratic administration could force through a um, comprehensive gun control legislation that will include universal background checks and other items. Some of those stats to back that up, even though um, I'm kind of looking at a couple of different, I have Quinnipiac University polls here. It's talking about that there's just a 93 to 7% uh, split on people who demand background checks for guns. Um, mm-hmm. Even if they even enacting laws, you have a 60-30 split on that. that there's a, high, a medium 60 to medium 30 people who are against laws for 60% wanting to Congress in lock in uh, to start laws for gun control. Um, there's even uh, 19% of people say that that's their top concern for the presidential uh, campaign for 2020. Hmm. And uh, even uh, NPR says 61% of all Americans are wanting some sort of gun control, if not gun laws. So, I mean, yeah. it's definitely a hot topic, and it's definitely something that's on our minds. And the more shootings there are, the more people who want that involved. Does that change the party's platform? Does that make the NRA uh, irrelevant to the Republican Party? And does that make the Republican Party want to start getting away from some of that? Hey, guys, and with that, everybody hold tight. That little music in the background means we need to take a break and pay some bills. Everybody, you're listening to All You Need to Know Radio, the world's number one show, thanks to you guys. We are so humbled by that, that we're heard in Iran. We're heard in Spain. We're heard in Rome. We're heard... in Paris, it's just amazing. Of course, we're heard in the United States, but we wanted to take this time to thank you so much for listening to us outside the world. It means that we're saying something that means something to you. I'm your host, John Hollywood, with our co-host, Copperhead, and from our Best in Justice team, we have Amos Warrench, and we will be right back. Don't touch that dial. If you'd like to join the show live, it's 516 531 9990. This is All You Need to Know Radio. We'll be right back. Sean, if you could hear me, let me do like three to five more minutes. Will Cooper, your room parent. Oh, no. Oh, this is bad. Sophie and I are new to the school. I am single. Um, always try to get that out there, just never quite sure how to work it in. Somebody right. tell me when it's safe for my nuts to return to my body. Parents! Oh, God. Then you got We have got to deal with him. I just wanted to circle back. Let me say a plane. We're not going to do anything you want us to do. We're single parents. We don't volunteer. We just try and survive until a time in the day when it's appropriate to open wine. I don't know if you heard my announcement, but I am single as well. We heard. We heard. We heard. We heard. I have no wiggle room on parent participation. You're in deep. Deep in what? The vortex. That place where you're so wrapped up in your kid that you've lost all touch with your adult life. I know. Because I've been there. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round. It happens to all of us. I don't think I'm in a vortex. When's the last time you made love? There's no judgment here. This is a safe space. Give or take a month. It's been about five years. Oh, baby. You guys said that this was a safe space. Not that safe. Hey, we got Amy, we got Emma, we got Rory, we got Graham. Who are you? Wrong van, kid. Get out of here. Beat it. It's part of parenting is it gets you out of your comfort zone. Look, I'm not interested in leaving my comfort zone, and I haven't been since my wife died. I can't imagine losing your best friend. She was a 26-year-old exotic dancer. She looked great in pants. Ain't love a funny thing. Welcome, dude! Why do you have this? I've never seen that before in my life. Your wallet is in here, and a bag of popcorn that's still hot. What are you going to wear on your date tonight? This. Oh, God. Or... Shorts. You, your pants are making my baby cry. Hey, Dad. What are you doing? People don't think that kids can bump and wax, but they're the perfect height. 
You guys are lucky you have each other to look out for one another. It takes a Don't bill. say it. You're a disaster. Preach. What's happening? Who are these people? They're my village. Oh. Ruined it. Look, let's forget about this, officers. Go ahead, get yourself something nice. Sir, put the money away. I know these jeans are very tight, but Rory likes them, so I'm wearing them. I've seen worse butts. Front hook, ankle hook, knee hook. From here, you can do the carousel, the switch, and wrap. Minus 40% is 160. I just want to take care of my grandma. Maybe go shopping every once in a while. When I was a kid, I always wanted to work with animals. <laughs> I was close. These Wall Street guys. You see what comes into this country? They stole from everybody. Hardworking people lost everything. And not one of these douchebags went to jail. The game is rigged, and it does not reward people who play by the rules. But it's like robbing the bank, except you get the keys. Are you in? I gotta These are my coworkers. Job, please. What if somebody calls the cops and says what? I spent $5,000 at a strip club, send help. We're a family now. A family with money. And when would you say that things got out of control? So the guy went back three more times. Guess he must have liked it. <laughs> hey everybody, let's who this is. It's your favorite radio host, John Hollywood with All You Need to Know Radio. And I want to take some time out real quick to give a big shout out to an amazing law firm, Warwickshire Nunn. Guys, if you have any kind of legal problems of any kind, I mean, if you have personal injury, real estate and um, business problems, transactions, if you need litigation help, uh, I don't know about parking tickets, but man, this law firm does everything. If you have been taken advantage of, and you think you have nowhere to turn, let me brighten your uh, eyes right now and put a smile on your face. Call 972-863-9592. That is 972-863-9592. Ask for Hunter or Amos, and it is Warridge and Nunn. That's Warridge and Nunn, and they are a full-service law firm. They are are so incredible guys one thing is they're trustworthy the other is they actually will care about your case and explain it to you where you will be able to understand it a lot of attorneys i've dealt with in my life they like to talk over your head not these guys these guys want you to understand you do have a choice You've got to be the one that makes the right choice. If you're having any problems legally, if you're having aggressive, if you're having aggressive problems in your life to where you feel like you just have nowhere to turn, I've got the place you need to turn to. It is the law firm of Warwick and Nunn at 972-863-9592. That's 972-863-9592. Or go to warwicknunn.com. Make sure you tell these guys, Hunter and Amos, that you heard about them on All You Need to Know Radio, your favorite radio show. And, guys, listen... Legal problems are just a thing of life. There are people out there that will take advantage of you. 
There are people out there that will make you feel that you have no options. These guys are rock stars. And in the courtroom, they are incredible. And they won't let you get taken advantage of. So, all you need to know radio and John Hollywood recommend Woolridge and Nunn. Call him right now if you have any kind of legal problems, any kind of legal questions. 972-863-9592. That's 972-863-9592. Woolridge and Nunn, the law firm, you need to know if you have any questions about things that are going on in your law. The law is a hard thing to understand. And I'm doing a longer commercial because I want to make sure you Of ammunition 
norm, it's clear in that the intent of those weapons are to be used as weapons against other people, not for hunting. Hey, Copperhead, I am protecting. sorry to interrupt you. We do have a weather alert, everybody out there. There is some major, major, really horrific weather going on. Dorian is the latest hurricane that unleashes life-threatening floods, winds, tornadoes, and damaging hurricanes force winds coming ashore. Charleston is flooded. Dozens of roads have been closed, and over 2,000 people are, have no electricity. When these people are telling you guys about what's going on with the weather, please do not ignore what the weather report is saying. It. They are not telling you this for your health. They are telling you this because they have ways of seeing what is coming. And right now, tornadoes, storm surge continues as Dorian slams the coast. And right now, I'm looking at people, and I'm looking at the devastation on the AP wire. Parents send kids away from the hurricanes, Dorian's devastation in the Bahamas. I think the Bahamas doesn't even look the same anymore. So once again, if you need to turn on the Weather Channel, if you are anywhere in the vicinity of the hurricanes that are coming, Dorian is no joke. As President Trump said, he didn't even know there was a Category 5 hurricane. Here's a note. There's been several of them on his watch. He just doesn't know pretty much even how to zip his own pants. However, once again, this is a weather alert from All You Need to Know Radio. We've been asked to tell you Dorian is headed your way. Go to theweatherchannel.com. It's coming towards the coast. Also, right now we need to take a break, and we are going to play our song pick of the week. And it is by a country music superstar that you really haven't heard anything from in many, many, many years. In fact, her husband retired for quite a while to raise their kids, but she is back with an incredible single sounding even more amazing than she usually does. Eh, that's not really fair about this about this singer because... Every time she opens her mouth and every song she's ever sung, I fall in love with. She's amazing. She is a one of a kind, probably one of the most vocal, the best vocal artists in the in the United States. I would say up there, real close with Carrie Underwood and Celine Dion and people like that. Our song pick of the week. It's new. It's dangerous, and it's in your face. And it's country music superstar Trisha Yearwood. Every girl in the world. Take a listen. Every girl in this town felt the wind in her hair. From the Ferris wheel spinning at the county fair. Looked out from the top and wondered what's out there for me. Every girl in this town had a Friday night It ended in tears in the yellow porch light Thinking it was love, but it was just 17 And we dance and we laugh till we all fall down We keep kissing boys trying to figure it out Stretching the stars on our tiptoe hearts
Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was in a car wreck the other night. Do you know much about that, Copperhead? A little bit. I understand that he and a friend were in a car that had 500 horsepower, 500 plus horsepower, which is like 300 horsepower. It's like just an insane amount of power for a car to have. So they were. This was definitely a custom car. It was definitely a very <laughs> easily to lose control of car. You step on the gas, it's going to kick you back, kind of thing. And it apparently had flipped over. Witnesses say that uh, they saw. Um, one of the one of the riders climbing out through the window. Kevin Hart was made, ended up getting taken to the hospital. Um, they're not no, sure. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Kevin Hart left the scene. Kevin Hart actually. There's a little bit of um, not really sure where we are with this or not. Yeah, TMZ so reported that, that he was actually made it back to his house with some of. Yeah, his, he was. Uh, he, but he left the scene of an accident. That's illegal. Right. When you're in an accident, you're supposed to wait for police so they can start their investigation. And either way, that's one of the things that's in. The other part is the injuries. We don't know how severe or how long it will hold up the project. He's one of the hardest working people in 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 Hollywood right now. And I would agree with that. Plus, he's an incredible comic. I mean, he really – and and uh, when (laughs) when he makes statements, the statements he makes are very well thought out. And uh, when they're directed at certain people, uh, they definitely know who they are. So I'm going to see if I can be a little comedic right now. I'm going to give you guys some advice. And um, I'm an experience in this personally right now and will not be calling any names at this time because these losers and cheaters and liars know who they are. And – I have learned a very valuable lesson in that it means even if you have a friend that you've known for over 20 years, even if you actually help them start their company, then you still have to look out for yourself and not forget that it is the worst idea in the world to work for friends or family. And I will tell you right now that I regret it. I regret it from this day forward, and I will. it's a mistake that I will never make again. So the comedy of that is none. The fact of the matter is that sit up and take notes that money changes everything. Hashtag money doesn't buy you class. And if you're going to start a corporation – You should know how to run an accounts receivable department. You should know what your bottom line is. You should know who the officers of the corporation are. You should know how to file articles of incorporation. And you should actually know who the officers are in charge and have a procedure for every single department that is in that company. And at this point, that is all I'm going to say because other things will be said. So stay tuned to find out the hard lesson that I learned that I will make sure that my millions of listeners around the world will never make the same mistake. And with that, guys, I would like to know if Copperhead would like to add anything to my little joke. That's not a joke at all, by the way. I don't know anything that would cheer you up. Like, sorry, I found out I'm not, I'm a, I agree with you on all of that, that sometimes you just have, you lose the spirit and it, it's one of those things that reaching out and helping friends is sometimes something that will come back and bite you, you know? Yeah, the sad part of this is that it's not that they've just done this to me. I have been told they've done this to countless people. But listen up, all three of you. You've done it to the wrong person. You will be paying gravely for your disrespect for your unprofessionalism and your slanderous and liable comments of your worthless-ass employees. And with that, we're out of time. This has been John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. I would like to remind everybody that today is a beautiful day. We are coming to you live from Dallas, Texas, as the number one show in the world, All You Need to Know Radio, thanks to you guys. Make sure you follow us on All You Need to Know Radio on Facebook, 
on Twitter, All Need to Know Radio, on Instagram at All Need to Know, All You Need to Know Radio. I mean, our social media. Can you believe it, Copperhead? How it's just blowing up. We we really appreciate everyone who follows us and, and tags and comments on us. Uh, tell us what your favorite part about today's show is, so that we can reach out to you and see if, if we can't make our show better and better every day. Absolutely, and guys, uh, I want to answer a couple of questions real quick that were left on some comments of things. One is, do I know a cheerleader by the name of Brad Habermill? CRG wants to know. Yes, I do know Brad, and that's where I'll leave that. Have I ever heard of a company called Cheer Athletics? I'm not commenting on that. So, guys, what have you done to make yourself feel proud? And remember, keep reaching for the stars because that's where it all begins. This is good night from John Hollywood and good night from Copperhead. Have a good evening, guys. Take care of yourself. No one else will look out for you besides yourself. Don't trust anyone. The lesson for today. Good night. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.